Morning, everyone. So here we are in this exciting season of Epiphany. Um, I've really been enjoying looking at these Bible readings. I'm just going to pop this over there. It has dawned on me this year for the first time, really, that the baptism of Jesus is kind of plonked right into this season of Epiphany for good reason. I've not clocked this before. Um, if we think about the, um, the, the, um, the visit of the wise men to the Lord Jesus, to wherever, whatever house it was that he was um, living in with Mary and Joseph at that time, here come these wise men from somewhere further to the east, guided by a star. And we are so, so familiar with this idea of them being guided by a star. But when we just pause for a moment, that in itself is so exciting, because these men had um, no um, knowledge of the, um, the, 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 the Hebrew scriptures. They didn't have access to these promises from the Old Testament prophets. They, they were not familiar with Jewish expectations of um, the coming Messiah who would bring God's purposes to pass. And yet, that did not stop God speaking to them, reaching out to them in a way that they could understand. There were men who studied the stars and through this special star, God uh, led them, pointed towards uh, the Lord Jesus, pointed them to where Jesus was. And we know, of course, the rest of the story, how they followed on, and how excited they were. So here was the star that we're thinking about in this season of Epiphany, pointing to the Lord Jesus for people who had no other way of knowing about him. And we do hear today of people who, um, through um, dreams, visions, miracles, um, when they have no access to the scriptures, God has his way of speaking and reaching hearts that are searching for him. So the star is pointing to Jesus. And then we begin to remember this morning how the Old Testament prophets were pointing to the Lord Jesus. Our reading today that Richard read from Isaiah is looking towards this figure called the servant of the Lord. A little bit earlier in, uh, in scripture, this was was really about Israel, but gradually, gradually, the promise begins to focus on the coming of a specific individual. And God says in this passage today, Here is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one in whom I delight. I will put my spirit upon him. The more we dig into the Bible over time, I think the more we discover it is all about pointing to the Lord Jesus. So then we come to John the Baptist. His whole ministry was to prepare people for the coming of the Messiah, the servant of the Lord, long promised by Isaiah and the other prophets. When Jesus comes on the scene, John recognises him for who he is. John lives closely enough to God to be able to say, this is he. This is the one that we've been waiting for. John's whole ministry was about pointing towards the coming of the Lord Jesus. And so Jesus comes to the riverside to be baptised by John. It's part of Jesus' incarnation, dwelling with us, 
part of his identifying with people who were seeking God with all their hearts in a fresh way. And as Jesus comes up out of the water, we read this. At that moment, heaven was opened and he saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and lighting on him. And a voice from heaven said, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. God is quoting his own words that he gave to the prophet Isaiah all those years ago, except now he speaks not of my servant, but of my son. This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. God himself is pointing to the Lord Jesus. The star was pointing to Jesus. The Old Testament prophets were pointing to Jesus. John the Baptist was pointing to Jesus. God himself is pointing to Jesus. Which brings us right up to here and now, to us in church today. We are church, we are God's people, in order to point others towards Jesus in our day and age now. Now it's our turn. This is summed up beautifully in the prayer card that Sue gave out last week and there are still copies on the table by the door about looking towards the coming year and looking about how we can love Jesus more and make him known by, by growing in depth, in maturity, in our walk with God, becoming more like Jesus, inviting people to share the good news, planting new worshipping communities and serving those around us in the community pointing to Jesus both by word and in action. We are church. God has gathered us together so that the world around might hear about Jesus, might see something of Jesus expressed in the lives of his people. We are here to point to him. St Paul said to the early church in Philippi, and here's what God wants for us here and now. He wants us to shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. God sent a star to point to Jesus. He is still sending a star in the form of his church, his people, to show and to tell who Jesus is and to invite others to know him too. If you want to know a bit more about shining like stars, then uh, if you hold out the word of life, that's what we're going to be thinking about in Mess Church on Saturday afternoon. So uh, please do come and join us and think more about that. However, I guess that over the coming weeks and months, we'll be thinking more about it in any case, as it is our kind of progress through this year as we have this vision.
we're going to unusually use the first sentence today for our offertory, because it kind of works, doesn't it? Let your light so shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. <laughs> 